Welcome to the weekend edition of the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson and hello, Sean Aylmer. Hello, Michael. Sean, on weekdays, it's all about the Fast Five, which is the top five business stories in five minutes. On the weekend, we still keep it to five minutes, of course, but we're going to pick out the biggest business story of the week, the most remarkable story, the sleeper story, one that's flying under the radar a little bit, and then our favorite business story. So let's jump into it. What was the biggest business story this week? It was a big week for the economy. Inflation for the 12 months to the end of January came in at 3.4%, lower than expected. That clearly goods inflation is pretty much under control. A little bit of work to do on services inflation still, but we'll get there. What's encouraging is that while other economies, notably the US, showed a pickup inflation early in the year, that hasn't happened here. We also had retail sales figures, slightly glum, but businesses are investing and that's really important for economic growth. So where do we land at the end of the week? There's a slight, very slight chance of a rate cut at the next Reserve Bank board meeting. More likely that will happen at the end of the year. Though I think we can be confident in saying there won't be any more rate hikes. Yeah, it's a big story. Another big one this week, Sean, was just how resilient the housing market continues to be. We've got interest rates at their highest point in well over a decade, but house prices keep rising, the strongest monthly gain since last October. They went up 0.6% in February, tax growth over the last 12 months to 8.9%. And really, it was pretty much everywhere. Every major city and region went up with the exception of Hobart. Is it going to kind of keep going? Experts aren't tipping a boom year because money's tight, unemployment is rising, but demand does continue to outstrip supply. Mm, that was a pretty good story this week. What about your most remarkable story, Michael? Oh, Sean, I'm so glad we're on to this one because this was an absolute ripper of a story. This story kind of gripped Canberra. It gripped the whole country. It's got spies and all of this kind of stuff. ASIO Director General Mike Burgess delivered a speech where he outlined how another country's intelligence service had set up a dedicated unit to focus on Australia. It was a sophisticated foreign interference operation, he said, and it involved the cultivation of bureaucrats with security clearance that were going after academics and business figures and political identities, law enforcement officials, basically offering them money to hand over information, hand over secrets. Uh, Perhaps the most shocking part of this, though, Sean, the revelation that a former politician had been, quote, cultivated and recruited, and that in Mike Burgess's own words, this politician sold out their country, party, and former colleagues to advance the interests of the foreign regime. It's a remarkable story because uh, of the fact that they allegedly succeeded in turning a politician against his own country. Remarkable because it's a, a foreign country targeting Australia so intently and remarkable as well that the boss of our main spy agency was just so candid in revealing all of this. Remarkable. Sure was. I've just got a quick shout out to Bitcoin. Pretty remarkable week for the cryptocurrency. It hit a record in Australian dollars, 97,000 Australian dollars a unit, a combination of a strong Bitcoin trading around 63,000 US dollars a unit and a weak Aussie dollar means the value in a local currency at a record. We still don't know where this thing came from. Plenty of people investing in it, though. Record Aussie dollar price this week. What uh, What did you pick out as the sleeper story this week, Sean? Look, I reckon mergers and acquisitions, m and back by stealth. No massive takeovers, but plenty of smaller ones. This week, Cement Group Adbri recommended shareholders accept a $2.1 billion buyout proposal from Irish giant CRH. The CSR board backed a $9 per share offer from a French group. A couple of weeks ago, remember, Seven West said it wanted to take out the 28% of Boral it doesn't own, all those building materials company leaving the bourse. Then there's Alcoa's $3.3 billion bid for Illumina, Aussie Broadband's bid for Superloop, which was knocked back. We have the ANZ $4.9 billion bid for Suncorp waiting to happen. Been a quiet 12 months on the M&A front, but I reckon it's back, Michael. What about you? 
I reckon you might be right. Uh, sleeper story for me, uh, it, it's a bit of an odd sleeper story because it actually did get a lot of attention this week, but it, it needs to be a bigger ongoing focus. It's all about the gender pay gap because this week we had the Workplace Gender Equality Agency releasing its data on salaries of businesses with 100 plus employees. The pay gap, Sean, has hit 14.5% on average. It went up to 19% once bonuses and overtime and allowances and things like that were, were all factored in. Uh, probably the best way to look at this, former sex discrimination Commissioner Elizabeth Broderick uh, said that while it's disappointing and distressing that most businesses had gender pay gaps, it was not surprising. Uh, and really, clearly, we have a lot of work to do, and the focus needs to be not just on this week when the data is released, but it needs to be every week of the year. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Michael. What about your favourite story? Oh, gosh, Sean, this is a, uh, I love this story. Apple's secret plans to build a car has been, it's been one of the most speculated projects in the entire tech industry. People have been talking about it for years, but it's no more. The tech giant has apparently spent billions on this project. In research and development, it was going to be electric. It was going to be self-driving. At one point, it wasn't even going to have a steering wheel or pedals. Not that you would know. They've never publicly acknowledged the project. They've spent billions and billions of dollars doing this. But quietly, this week, they pulled the pin. The focus is going to be on AI and gadgets. Not surprising. Gadgets is what they do best. AI is absolutely booming at the moment. EV demand, on the other hand, is actually kind of dropping back a little bit. So Apple has made the decision to focus on what they know and what they do and where they see the strongest future. Investors love the decision. I just think it's a fantastic story. Yeah, couldn't agree more, Michael. All right, there we go. Five minutes and pretty much everything you need to know in the world of business. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. We'll be back on Monday morning with the top five business stories in five minutes. Don't forget to hit follow on the podcast and please join us online on Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn, Facebook and X to search for Fear and Greed on those platforms. I'm Michael Thompson and this is the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Fear and Greed.